All I have left are six toes, a torso, some very badly burned flesh, um, and you know, an elbow. This is going to be some fucking chaos. <laughs> this October, the courageous father and son duo. Like Vince and Jack from Movie Muggin? Uh, yeah, yeah, th those are the guys. Well, anyway, they're going to take the movie talk podcasting genre to places that until now, nobody's ever been brave enough to go. That's right. They're going to release scary movie episodes during the entire month of October in what's being known all around the world as Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is the Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular. But you already knew that because uh, that's why you're here. For the uh, fifth annual Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular, second episode of the fifth annual Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular, also episode number two hundred and six. Yep, I was wondering if you were going to participate over there. And you, you took half a breath during all that. How am I supposed to jump in? Yeah, I guess good point. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack, and we are father and son duo who love watching movies, scary movies, but more importantly, spending quality father son time together. This is, uh, yeah, I already said it, episode number two hundred and six. Also, yep. the second episode of the Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular, the fifth annual Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular. Jesus. All right. Well, let's not dilly-dally here. Let's head on over to the uh, spooky lobby because it's uh, lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. All right, first of all, Jack, went to the doctor this morning. and uh, Testicular cancer? No, I have shingles. Okay. Yeah, mom kept saying that crap on your head was shingles. But, yeah. So it but it doesn't hurt? So it feels like my head is on fire to a certain degree. Okay, yeah, that's what my friend said. I mean, it's, it's not bad. So I had a, a rash kind of start showing up on my uh on my scalp on the left side not not a big deal but it tingled mm -hmm. like it didn't hurt but i always knew it was there like it, it just it tingled and wouldn't quit tingling and so being a man i was like whatever man my head's tingling yeah who cares and then it just kept tingling and kept tingling and then i finally was like uh asked your mom to come look at it and she was like yeah it's angry it's it's red so i was like okay but there wasn't really any bumps it just kind of looked red and then Another part was red, and it's just kind of started multiplying. So is it like all over your head now? Um, and I saw some last night. Yeah, it is uh, moving, and it's turning into bumps. And um, it's gone from tingling to burning, mm -hmm. but it's not bad. Like, it, it's... Manageable. Yeah, it's manageable. Like, I, I mean, I feel it 24-7, mm -hmm. but it's, uh, it's not bad. Now, it could get bad because it's moving down the side of my head. So now it's kind of starting to go down by my ear. And uh, so it could could end up on my face. I don't know. Sometimes this takes three to five weeks to uh, fucking go away. And my, my friend had it recently, and his was like down his spine and on his ribs. And so I feel like you got it in a somewhat decent place. I mean, as long as it doesn't go on your face. Yeah. Because if it's constantly like touching your shirt or... And if you love to wear hats for some reason, that would make it a lot worse. But 
Like it's not the worst spot. He he was in lots of pain. He was him and his family were in Mexico and he left early. It was just terrible for him. Yeah, I've heard that it can get really bad. I'm just going to go ahead and decide right now that I'm not going to get the bad kind. (laughs) I'm just going to get the annoying kind. Okay. And uh, I mean, we'll just wait and see. So there is a uh, medicine for it. It is called uh, Valtrex. And I know you're very, very familiar with Valtrex because, you know, it's uh, the herpes medication. Oh, yeah. I was kind of confused until you said herpes and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so I had to to go to the uh, pharmacy today to pick up my Valtrex. And I just know that they're, you know, they got to be judging. They got to be wondering, hmm, does he have herpes? Yeah. What is it? You know, being a pharmacist, you know a lot about people. Yeah. And there's no way you can't feel sorry for some people or judge some people, right? Or, you know how we, like, we'll go to a restaurant and we'll look at some people and we'll be like, what's their name? Uh, yeah. His name is Earl and her name is Jarrell or something. We just make up shit. Yeah. I bet that's what the pharmacists do. I bet they're really good at it. Yeah. I bet they're like, wait till Vince comes in. He's getting Valtrex. And you tell me, is this uh, is this uh, shingles or does he have the herp? They'll, they'll be able to see you walking up to the pharmacy and be like, I know what he's getting. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I bet they do. You know they play games. They have to. Yeah. We would. Oh, penicillin, huh? Yeah, but you got the green discharge coming out of your vagina. <laughs> you have to have chicken pox first, right? Yes. Like would... if you've never had it, you can't get shingles. Correct. But then if you have had chicken pox, you will get shingles. No, not necessarily. So okay. once you have chicken pox, the virus stays within you, but it becomes dormant. And they'll just wake up. Yeah, I could just wake up. Uh, a lot of times stress causes it. And you know, you've been stressing me the fuck out recently. Mm. So I'm. Yeah. Pretty much this is your fault. Or the fact that I have to do five of these this month. Maybe that's uh, stressing me out. I don't know. But yeah, I got it and uh, took my first Valtrex today. So I take that three times a day for a week. Your balls clear up. <laughs> you know what? Kill two birds with one stone, right? Your mom will be happy. Doesn't herpes never go away either? I Yeah, I think it goes dormant also. That's, but I think yeah. you can get like blisters on your dick. I think that's what herpes is. Yeah, I, I thought herpes is just... Like little sores everywhere, kind of. Yeah. Maybe. Like a cold sore is technically herpes. It is. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah. So uh, I need all your thoughts and prayers that you can throw my way because I do have the uh, the shingles. Can you get it multiple times? Because chicken box is a, like a one and done, right? It's chicken pox, not chicken box. I Yeah, I messed it up. Whatever. Uh, is chicken pox is one deal. Or You heard me the first time. I think kids... Every now and then can get it twice, but typically if you get chicken pox, you'll never get it again. And then shingles, can you get? I fuck, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm in my infancy of researching um, shingles, but I but I did read something earlier today that uh, was a little shocking to hear, and uh, when I read it, my my heart kind of sank. So if you have shingles, you are thirty percent plus more likely to have either a heart attack or stroke. Like if you currently have shingles? No, if you if you get shingles, like later on, you are uh, more apt to have a heart attack or a stroke. How? It's I, like a rash. No, it's it's not a rash. It's doing shit inside your body. I think it has some stuff to do with your arteries as well. I, I've read some of it, but it was like a, a bunch of scientific stuff well, that I didn't really understand. Keep looking into that. You know, I um. And when's your next checkup with your doctor? Uh. 
talk to her I think, about I think, it. I think the summer. So, so here's the thing. I'm, I'm a heart patient. I have coronary artery disease, and I have a stent in my uh, left anterior descending artery. You would think that my cardiologist or my primary physician would have said, hey, you really need to take the shingles vaccination. Like she told me to, like at 50, she's like, oh, we recommend this. But if I'd have fucking known that, I would have quit being such a stubborn fucking old man mm. and would have gone and done it. Now, the good news is I did do the first one and it made me feel like shit. So I'm hoping by doing the first one that I'll have like a milder version to where it won't fuck me up, you know, long term. So that's crazy. It was sobering to read. Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It, how it, how 30%? Yeah, 30% that's plus. That's not small. No, it's it's not. But the thing, it depends on how you look at it, right? That means 70% don't, right? True. So if you look at it like that, I don't know. I, I like my chances. So you got to go on this zip line, but there's a 30% well, chance you die. It's not negligible. No, I mean, it's certainly not. And I'll, I guess you're, you're probably missing some information on it too because 30% more likely... Like from what, you know, like just that some point you have it or. I, I think they said within like the studies have shown within 12 years. But I think oh, one off. one of the studies I read said, uh, well, I, I don't want to tell you anymore, Jack. I, I don't want to scare you. I don't want you to. I'm not going to be able about, to run this thing by myself. It, exactly. So. I don't want you to, to think about stuff like that. So, I mean, the bottom line is it is what it is. There's not shit I can do about it now other than maybe start exercising more and, uh, Quit going on milkshake runs with you like we did last night. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So, it'll be okay, man. It'll be all right. Yeah, I figure. You know, whatever, man. And you probably already had like a 90% higher chance than a regular person anyway. Well, yeah, because of my genes and the <laughs> fact that I've already had a problem. Yeah, I just feel like if you take care of yourself, it'll be better. I mean, here's the, here's the thing. I have a cardiologist. I'm on blood thinners. I'm on... Uh, You're already on all these different things. Yeah, I... I uh, so you know, it's 30% more, right? Yeah, and, and so I know what angina feels like, which is kind of when your artery is, well, I know what a vagina feels like too, but uh, angina is like the feelings when you're not about to have a heart attack, but you're, uh, I mean, it's kind of a precursor to Like the attack. extreme chest pain? Well, maybe the numbness in the arm, the left arm, and, mm -hmm. and not being able to breathe very well. I've had that many times before I got myself taken care of. Anyway, uh, yeah, I got the shingles. Moving on to something more important. Let's move on to something more important. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Alyssa Sutherland. She played the uh, the mom and uh, the evil demon and uh, Evil Dead Rise from last week. We we both picked her for a bucket of chicken, but we didn't say her name. So I just want to give a shout out, Alyssa Sutherland. You were fantastic. Yeah. All right. Next, I uh, I missed out on National Sons Day. It was uh, September twenty eighth. So. Uh, I mean, I guess, what do, what do I do for that? Do I just uh, recognize you? Just recognize that, hey, I got a son. Hey, you, thanks for being my son. <laughs> I just treat it the same way I treat Father's Day. <laughs> just forget about it? <laughs> I've already done a better job than you did. Uh, I mean, that's just, uh, you know, Father's Day is important. Mother's Day is, you know, if you miss it, you might as well move out kind of thing or get divorced. But I, that, there's so many holidays that I feel like are just bullshit, you know, because every day there's at least like four different holidays, right? And it's like, come on, stop. Well, you also had to share uh, National Sons Day with National Good Neighbor Day. Which, yeah, stupid. National Waffle Day, mm -hmm. National Pancake Day. Shut the fuck up. I think it's stupid, you know? 
I think the parent ones, and I don't know, maybe it's just because the way I grow up or grew up, but I, I feel like the kid ones are just fake. You know, there's like holidays, and then there's holidays that some random person made up, which I guess are all holidays, but you know what I mean. Like, that's not real. But that's not a holiday. You know, it's National just... Siblings Day, and it's like, Okay. You're supposed to reach out to your sibling, and if you don't post something on Facebook, they get butthurt, but nobody fucking knows about National Siblings Day. Yeah, like National Dog Day. These are all, you know, okay, sure, you're celebrating something good, but it's not real. Well, uh, shout out, Jack. And uh, for National Neighbors Day, I'd like to shout out uh, Dave and Randy, but not that piece of shit who beat his wife. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. And if you're listening to us, stop. Just fuck off, you and that big fucking knife that the the cops walked out with in that uh, evidence bag. Mm-hmm. And your really not cool car that you haul ass on the street on. Right? Yeah, fuck you. Joe. Yeah, Joe. Piece of shit. <laughs> All right, next, um, I don't want to keep going back to the, uh, the kinks we talked about uh, three episodes ago. Okay. But... That, uh, that I don't remember what it's called, formicophilia or insectophilia or whatever, where you just let uh, the, bugs crawl on you and slugs on your dick. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> um, when? Don't ask why and when. How, how where many I times? Was. But it kind of changes when you think about a woman doing it, does it not? Well, when you said on your dick just a second ago, I was like, brief thought in my head, I was like, it's not just dudes that do it. And then I was like, hold on. Right? Because when we were talking about it, you said something about slugs on your dick. And so I was just, you know, picturing myself or I, I don't know. I, for whatever reason, I was just thinking about men. But if a woman were to do that and not put some kind of I was going to say plug, covering, your, plug yourself up with a dildo. Right? And then let it crawl on your clitoris. Because my goodness, that... There's some you know nightmare. that that Slug get down die and, and they man they uh they move their knees as far apart as they can and they just let the bugs go where they will. That's just an infection. Well, it's like um, well the the joke about Richard Gear that he had let a gerbil up his butt, but we read about that and there were some people who lubed up some mice and stuff because let it like scratch yeah and breathe on their prostate yeah yeah gosh. And can you imagine that? Like, uh, you you got this girl, and y'all y'all been going if out. Something got lost in me. And uh, you know, she's like, uh, Jack, I uh, love it when people uh, go down on me. So uh, can you go on go on down there? And you get down there, and you slugs in my mouth. You you pull those panties off, and you're like, oh, oh yeah, it smells nice too. And and you go down there, and you're you're about to get started, and you gaze up and look her in the eye, and she looks you in the eye, and like she grabs a hold of your head, and. Uh, you're about to go to town and a fucking centipede comes crawling out of there. You, you do one of those fucking Looney Tunes things where you're running in midair and, but yeah. not going anywhere. I do the, the like the Tom scream, the, the super long loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That that's happened. Sent- like I I, th- I thought you I think like I unless, like I thought I douched no. all of them out of there. But but, it, you know, you you rang the doorbell. I wasn't quite quite ready. Right. The only way. That that has ever happened, you know, someone's eating some girl out and a centipede comes okay. out. Okay, is if pick your bug. they dig up her grave and take her out of her coffin, <laughs> and then start to do it. All right, then th- there's gonna be some bugs coming out of her. I just said centipede because visually that was the best bug I could think of. It's pretty but, bad. I mean, it, it's it, real fast. Yeah, it could be a roly poly, you know. I know mean, there would be ones that would. Like a centipede coming out. Obviously, like, I'm going to leave. 
Whoa, and but... then but then okay, I'm just saying that there's a scale to this. Okay. You know, like a, a roly poly, I feel like I'm not gonna like freak out and be like afraid. If it I'm, comes I'm, out of her vagina when you're about to uh, eat her out? I'm okay. You're completely not understanding and interrupting me, you fuck. There's degrees to it. You okay. you open a door and you see a centipede. Or you open a door and you see a roly-poly. Mm -hmm. Which one are you going to have a stronger reaction for? The centipede. Okay, yeah. So all I'm saying is I'm still going to completely stop, and I'd be so confused and grossed out. But, you know, at least it wasn't a fucking centipede. You know, like, the roly-poly doesn't scare me. Would you, uh, would you say something? Would you be like, uh, dude, a roly-poly just rolled out of your... Uh rolled out of your vagina or would you just be like huh that that's weird but uh you know it could have i don't know it could have fallen off the ceiling and i did you know probably bullies are outside only well, I, underneath like I know. bricks yeah and on feces oh i mean so what would i've you, never seen them on shit before i think they uh eat decaying stuff so mm. what would what so would maybe you, it's like an infection remedy would, would eating you, all the dead skin would you say it. something to her it depends on i guess how it looked so do I notice it's like outside or do I witness it crawl out? Let's say the first one you just uh you just notice there by her you know, it's like by on, her vagina, but like you, at her pubes or something, and then you know I pick it out, throw it. Okay. Well and, and all right. the so, second one Well let's let's start here. Let's start there's just there's one down near her vagina, and you're like, well, I don't know if that came from there. That's just weird. Yeah. You kind of flick it away. There's no evidence but then, that it, it came from her vagina. Then the other one is uh, you notice it on her pubes. And then uh, at what point do you stop or at what point do you say something? And what do you say? I feel like one is suspect for sure. But you can't, you know, whatever. It I could guess. happen, right? It, it could happen. Sure. And you know, maybe she was fell down playing soccer and it got in her panties. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying that there's, there's not probable cause, you know, for me to go ahead and, you know, just completely leave right then and there. Hold up. Are they playing soccer in their panties? Because that's well, the visual. Either that or they forgot them at home. I don't know. All right. And then, you know, you see a second one and you're just all the question marks above your head. Uh-huh. You know, how is there two? You know, like a stray one, maybe, whatever. I mean, it's it's possible to see a dead roly-poly in, like, the corner of your house, in your kitchen or something on the ground, whatever. But I'm like, two? You know, it's like seeing an ant on the counter. Yeah. You see one, and you're like, okay, whatever. You see two, and you're like, hmm. Something's going on here. Where are you guys coming from? Right. There more. There's probably more of you. I mean, I, I think two is where I would say something. What would you say, uh, darling? I, f I found another roly-poly. What do you mean, another? Well, the first one I let go, and the second one, I what is going on? That's what you would say? Uh, I don't know what I would say, but something to that effect of, you know, why there's <laughs> roly-polies on your pussy. Would you stop? Yeah, to ask her, yeah. But all right. like the, what the hell? And then she's like, oh, "Don't worry about it. We've had an infestation of roly polies in, in the house." And, you and then she pull just out, and it's covered in roly polies. She just pushes your head back down, and she's moaning. She's kind of gyrating her uh, midsection. Okay. She's like a uh, bon appetit, Jack. What? And then what? And then uh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. 
It's fun though. I mean, not really. <laughs> and then uh, you're partaking, and then uh, another roly poly just runs down your tongue <laughs> into your mouth. Then I, I'm definitely pulling back and spitting and stuff like. Yeah. What? Why do you have roly polies in there? Yeah. All right. Well, I guess this is probably running its course. I feel like you're gonna keep going for another 25 minutes with that. It's just and a then fun the twenty seventh one comes out. <laughs> then what? Shut up. So would you see her again? If she's like, depends hey, man, on I, what I, she I, says. If she said, when I find the second one, I confront her about it. What What does she say after? Oh, I have no idea what happened. I fell down in soccer <laughs> practice. Maybe it got in there then. Or if she's like, oh, I like to put roly polies in my vagina. I would not see her again. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right, and lastly, how are you feeling on the uh, haunted house uh, front these days? Mm, I mean, I know it'll be fine, but I'm, like, I said it last time, right, that I'm not really interested, but I think I could do it. Okay. Well, I know I could do it. I mean, it, it'll just be scary. Well, they're open now, so I'm going to start researching some uh, some haunted house. You know, they're all, like, it's just inconvenient, I feel like. Well, what do you mean? That you have to leave the house? Well, well, yeah, I hate leaving the house, but I don't know how to describe it. You know, they're they're far away. They cost money. And you don't really want to do it anyway. How do you know they're far away? Aren't they all? I thought they were all like kind of far. Nah, like forty five minutes at no, least. No, no, we we can get some closer than that. I, I'm just I, no. I sound like a pussy, but that's not something I would ever go out of my way to do. Well, I know that, but I will drive you there, so you won't have to go out of your way. Yeah, but and usually the key to getting me to go somewhere is to drive me because I don't want to drive. But I mean, maybe I'll do it. But like at this point, the only reason I would even be considering it is because it's been in like a thing every year. Oh, does Jack want to do this now? Because it doesn't sound fun, and it's not something you know. I feel like it's on my bucket list, or like oh, I need to go do this, or. Oh, me and the boys are going to go do that. It's like, eh. well, I'd rather I, do like anything else. I just realized something. Since I have a, a much higher oh, risk of heart attack I now. I knew that's what you were going to say. I will drive you there. I will pay your admission. I will walk you up to the door and I will be there for you. For a day and a half. I'll, I'll be there for you as you come out and then we can uh, debrief and talk about it on the handheld uh, recording device. The same one that I talked to uh, President George Bush on mm. uh, many, many episodes ago. And is there any way to know, like, how long they are? Uh, yeah. Because that's something, like, if you couldn't, that's something I would never be interested in. You know, I'll leave the unknown part to the whole experience of walking through, oh, what's down this hall kind of thing. But I, I wouldn't be interested in not knowing how long it is because there's some that are brutally long. Like, I feel like I want to say there's been, like, two-hour ones oh, before. God. And so I don't even want to do 30 minutes. No. I, no, I think no, no. like 10 minutes max. I think most of them are. Because I think it'd be old. I'm like, I, I want to go home now. I would think 10 to 15 minutes would probably be kind of standard, I think. But I haven't been to one fucking a long, long time. But I think that needs to happen, though. I really, really do. It's time. I don't really have too much stuff for lobby time for the movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular. You know, it, uh, it'd be helpful, Jack. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, legit, that's all I got for the uh, Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular lobby time for the Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular, the fifth annual Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular. (sighs) 
So I, I think since there's five episodes this month, I think lobby times might be a little bit shorter than usual. And, uh, and that's, that's fair. Just how it's going to have to be. And also, you can't forget that the the movie Haunt we watched. Yeah. You know, don't volunteer for anything. You know, with the witch, pitchfork your head, or the the guy with the hammer. You know, or don't put your arms in some holes. No doubt. Oh, it feels like grapes. No. Oh, razor blade cuts all oh, over my gosh. arms. Yeah, that that was rough. Yeah, that was rough. You know, I could have my head at the end of it, and uh, somebody could reach in there and touch my scabies sores or my shingles. I'm, I keep calling it scabies. <laughs> what do you? I've only, I've like heard scabies. Like, what the fuck is scabies? I don't know, but I feel like scabies would look more like the uh, like rash and stuff than shingles. Like, what do you picture when I say I have shingles? I picture the shit on the roof. I picture like the lightning strike, because I think in the commercials. Is like shooting pains, like the lightning strike kind of thing. That's what I always picture. Yeah. If I touched it, would I get like chicken pox? No, you've been inoculated um, or vaccinated against uh, chicken pox. So you... So I can't get chicken pox? I don't think you can. Hmm. I don't think you can. Now, if I had like an open blister and your mom were to touch it, and then, I don't know, somehow rub her skin or whatever, then yeah, she could get it. But that's the only way you can get it. It's, you can't get it through uh, respiratory. It's uh, you got to come into contact with. I and guess put the, it uh, somewhere. Yeah, like, like uh, yeah. If, if something's on your finger and and you like like wash your hands, you're probably fine. Yeah, you but if you like fine. rub your eye or oh my gosh, yeah, you know, you're, you're eating Cheetos later. Yeah, and I think and you it, didn't wash your hands. You lick your fingers. And I think if it could go into my eye, and I could end up blind in one eye. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, the, the, what? Yeah. And since it's on my head on this side, and if it kind of does start going down more, like uh, it, it might look like I had a stroke. It, it won't work as well. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. So we may have some fun stories coming up for you <laughs> next lot of time. Like bandage your head like a head wound person. The, you know, again, it's not bad. What I don't want, obviously, is for, like, blisters to get on my face. Like, I don't want yeah. people, like, people at work, I already told them this morning when I went because I told them I was going to be late going to the doctor, and we all got a big laugh out of, oh, yeah, you got to take a Valtrex, right? I'm going to be Valtrex man, yeah. whatever. But, like, nobody can tell. But if I start, if shit starts popping off, you know, on my on my face, like, I got a beard, so, you know, I'm, I'm lucky sure you there. Like lepers. But fuck, dude. It's going to be, it's going to be embarrassing, you know, I mean, it is what it is, but people are gonna be like, "Fuck, dude, look at look at Vince." The fuck? What do man? you care? What the fuck? Um, yeah, shingles. It's not like you have some sort of unknown rash. It's like, oh, what was he doing? I don't know. It's <laughs> still, <laughs> Who did he call last night? It's still, it's still. I don't know, because like meth people get shit on their face, so maybe they'll think I'm doing meth. Okay, which, but they also look like they've been doing meth. You got to start somewhere. You know, a mom gets cold sores on her lip. No one thinks that she's doing meth. You know, you look normal. You just have like a scabby looking thing on your face. Yeah. I just... uh don't be like that. I mean, Captain Obvious, I don't want it. But that just... Yeah. That would just suck. But uh, Well, keep that shit out of your eye. Make well, sure you I don't mean, touch it. Yeah. I, I'm not going to touch it. It's going to go where it wants to go. Mm -hmm. But uh, they said, you know, I, I take this drug for um, a week. And after you've been on this drug for a week then you shouldn't get any more. Like it it's not stop the spread. It, yeah. It should stop at that point. So I'm on fucking day one dose one. So, um, yeah. you know, just 
nothing I can do. We're just going to wait and see. We're just going to keep uh, keep from scratching it, and uh, we'll see what happens. You got to be careful about, you know, if it, like, goes... And, and the spot it's on now, your head wouldn't... It wouldn't touch your pillow, right? 100% touches my pillow. Oh, okay. I know if it was too far on the top. No, or... dude, it's it's on the side. Oh, okay. It started at the top. Now it's on the side. Well, be careful about that. Well... You know, as you roll over... Oh, good point. And, you know, your scabies been <laughs> rubbing all over your pillowcase. That is... And uh... then you bury your face in it. Shit, I got to change that every day now. All right, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, you, uh... I don't want you to go fucking blind. It's like well, the worst one. I will celebrate uh, National Sun's Day better <laughs> next year because you just saved my uh, my left eye. I, I think I would rather lose any other sense besides sight. Well, you know, being deaf would be, I feel like, really close second, but it's second for sure. But if it's just one eye, I can still well, watch but, movies and do movie mugging. Uh, who says that, you know, if you're all tossing and turning in your sleep one night, your neck has rubbed on multiple spots on your pillow or your head, whatever, your shingles, your scabies. <laughs> and then you wake up and you're face down in your pillow. Who's the same? How do you I don't know I'm where you got a, the Oh, he saved my left eye. That's a good night, my face down in like, the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> One gross. Two. How <laughs> why are you so sure it was just gonna be your left eye? Because Why? it's it's a nerve problem. So oh, it, thought, it's going to oh. stay, like it follows this nerve thing. I thought you were saying like, if you touched it and then touched your eye, it would go blind. I mean, I mean, it, so I wasn't thinking I, I about. I would imagine that that could happen. That like, you have no control over it spreading to your eye. Okay, that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, I don't. But yeah, if it, if you like drop shingles like Cheeto dust on your fucking pillow. <laughs> And yeah. I, you you need you need to look all this shit up. So uh, I always thought shingles was just like a painful rash, and not like, oh, you're gonna have three strokes and a heart attack. Well, you're gonna go blind. I'm sorry. You're gonna bleed. I'm I'm sorry that I you know Debbie Downer on this one. Oh, no, I'm not. But, I but here's what like I need. That. I'm just saying I I'm learning a lot about shingles. I literally just thought it was a painful rash that went away. I mean, it is. So, uh, yeah, but it also has, it's like a zombie virus. <laughs> you know, it spreads and then it takes your eyes. So maybe, maybe next week we'll just watch me just writhing on the floor with my Foaming. face rash and, <laughs> and pain. And we'll just do an episode on that. But here's what I need for all you listeners prayers and thoughts, positive vibes, <laughs> healing vibes. Send them my way because I, I feel them when they come. Thoughts and prayers. And, uh, Please pray for a, a hedge of protection around my eye, just to make sure that it doesn't come in. Just pray for that hedge to, to get right keep in the an way. Eye out for our next Facebook post. Oh, is that supposed to be you funny? Gotta keep, like it. keep an eye out. You need to like it. Oh, I just get a, no. I'd get a cool eye patch, or maybe a fake eye, right? <laughs> like, and I can take like it out Matt every now and then. Mooney? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, no. Fuck yeah. No. Yeah, we could have like some looking everywhere. Hey, you know what? I'll. uh I'll make the best of it. We'll have a we'll have a we'll have a good time with uh, me and my. I wonder AI. what the percentage of people that get shingles have. Is it temporary blindness, or is it just hey? No, I your think, eyes uh, crude now. Yeah, I, th I think. Uh, I guess pop it out. You know, clip the thing and then put this glass one in there. You know, I haven't done any research, and the only reason I, I found out the heart stuff is because I have heart issues, and I thought I'm gonna I'm just gonna look, and uh, yeah, I didn't like what I saw, but it is what it is. We'll uh, we'll see what happens. 
I feel like uh, it'll be fine. I so. feel like it too. And if we're not back here next week, then it was not. So, well, it says for the next twelve years, actually. So we'll see. Okay, uh, you got anything else? No. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the uh, scary, spooky podcast studio slash uh, viewing room, and Jack will unveil his first movie of the fifth annual Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular. Uh, it came out in 2016. It's not rated. Uh, has a runtime of an hour and a half. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 78%, while the audience gave it a 48%. Uh, IMDb gave it 5.9 out of 10 stars. I didn't really poke too much around in the Mormon mothers, but what I did see is that someone is called a slut for the second movie in a row, and someone has an encounter with sedatives, which, I mean, I, after I wrote that second one down, I realized that it sounds like not not very good. You know, someone is called a slut, and then uh, there's an encounter oh, with sedatives. Like, like a roofie? Yeah. Yeah, I hope not. Um, I, I don't believe that yeah. this movie has that in it. We're not going to talk about that if it does. Yeah. Uh, this movie is called The Void. Okay. Kind of rings a bell, but it, it feels... Like I've heard of it before, but um, yeah, I, I have no idea what this is or what it's about. Cool. So looking forward to it. Yeah. Should be fun. How long did you say it was? Hour and a half. Okay. Because typically I don't listen to you when you're telling me all that stuff. So uh. yeah, sometimes, <laughs> I mean, honestly, when I'm listening to you say it, the scores it got right out the, the fucking other ear. Uh -huh. I like to hear the Mormon mothers and I like to hear what the movie's called. <laughs> you know, that's the important part. You know, how am I going to remember all these statistics a second after I heard that's them? That's true. That's true. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2016's The Void. Yep. Um, 50 Cent Tour. I will, uh, I'll give it a try. And then I may... Uh, Shouldn't be bad at all. May need to tag team with you on there. All right. So um, these people uh, are in a hospital and these uh, people with uh, cult-like... They're a cult. Yeah. Look like uh, clan members. And uh, except they have a triangle on their uh, face. It's painted on their, their mask instead of being the shape of their mask. Mm -hmm. So they surround this hospital... Because some shit's about to go down in there, and there's a crazy, maniacal doctor who somehow is a... Uh, Cheating death. Yeah, he's like a... flesh experiments. Uh-huh. Then uh, the uh, the cop, who's a Aaron Paul wannabe. Who's that? Breaking Bad. Okay, that's... His name is Aaron Poole. I know. Is that why you're <laughs> saying that? No, he, he, uh, he kind of reminded me of Aaron oh. Paul, and his name's Aaron Poole, so I thought that was kind of weird. You know what? Take it away, Jack. I don't fucking know, man. This movie yeah. was crazy all over the place. And I, I basically had to just throw the story out at some point in this movie. I was like, this movie is just kind of... Story? <laughs> yeah. This movie didn't have a story. Yeah. So I just basically was like, okay, I don't really understand all the shit that's going on. So I'm just going to try to enjoy the tense situations and all the, I don't know, the cult which really didn't play a huge part in this, which I was pretty disappointed, and all the practical effects uh, creatures and stuff, mm -hmm. which, not bad. Well, let me do the 50 Cent Tour, okay. and then right. you can yeah, do all that. All right. Um, Yeah, it's the cop arrests some guy. Oh, wait, he's heart. Take him to hospital. Guy was getting chased by two other guys. Uh, there's a pregnant girl in the hospital. 
that's basically that part. Um, the guy who was getting chased turns out to be involved some way in the cult that's not ever made even close to clear at all. <laughs> uh, so nurse, she starts going crazy, ripping her face off, stabbed the guy in the eye. Oh, she gets shot. State trooper shows up. That lady transforms into this monster. It's like if you watched The Thing back in the 80s. But if it looked worse. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and so go, yeah, go they, revisit. they see the monster. They kill her. Oh, pregnant lady needs help. Well, the other three, the three guys uh, who are not old are going to go get a shotgun or something. And, oh, yeah, head nurse, you should stay here, and then I'll help you go get birthing tools. And the hospital's safe enough. Let me go get birthing tools. Now, that's also, like, the cop's estranged wife. She gets captured by evil doctor. Uh, who'd already uh, been killed. Yeah, who'd already been killed. So then they go to the basement to go find her, and then there's another staircase that shouldn't be there. So they go down there, and there's more of these, like, flesh zombie things meanwhile upstairs it's the old man and his presumably pregnant it's his daughter i think granddaughter he's very pregnant and the trainee nurse and like oh we got to do a c-section and then it cuts back to the guys oh wow this is scary down here <laughs> and then y'all want to see it yet just based <laughs> on what jack's saying <laughs> and then the pregnant girl suddenly is smiling and is like oh i'm glad to have dr whatever's baby in me and yeah Cultist people finally do something, mm. aka walk with her down to the hell basement where the he, doctor uh, is now PG Gorman. Yeah, exactly. And then there's a triangle door which yeah. then moves, and then you know the the doctor, his daughter had died at some point, so he's like, "Oh, let me. You're now my host. My daughter gets birthed out of you," oh, and the daughter. Looked more like one of those things from Mad Max walking on stilts. It was like a big, like, elephantitis. I know. So, it, so she was pregnant. Like, Krampus foot body character. She was regular pregnant. And then, and then she just all of blew a sudden up. she blew up. And that thing is humongous. Like, triple the size of her. Yeah, like, weighed 1,200 pounds. Yeah. Like, fucking rhinoceros size. And so that thing starts chasing the other guys. Uh -huh. One of the guys sacrifices himself. The other guy escapes <sighs> through an ever-closing hallway mm. back to reality where he finds the trainee nurse. Oh, is it over? Yeah, it's over. Uh, right before that, the main character cop had tackled the now P.G. Gorman doctor yeah. into the portal and then held his dead wife's hand in there, and then the movie ended. Yeah, it looked like it transferred them to some planet or something. Where Which they, they kept doing these weird cuts, like, oh, look how artistic we are. Yeah, like a look flashback Look at this shot of space. <laughs> look at this nebula. You see these clouds moving in fast motion? Oh, <laughs> we're awesome. We did a great job. This movie fucking blew <laughs> all the way through, man. You know... They said it was an hour and a half even. Did not feel anywhere close to an hour and a half. This was a fucking three-hour movie. The special effects, fucking 1975 Jaws in the year 2200 <laughs> would be better. Oh, Jack, I'm sorry. And this was uh, funded on Indiegogo. I don't know if you read that. No. Which I... What is Indiegogo? Kickstarter. 
same thing. So you you say, hey, I want to make a movie. Here's kind of what I want to make it about. And yeah. then people donate to that? Yeah. I, so they were funded at least partially. What was the budget? Indiegogo. $13. Okay. This was so bad, I could go to Party City, find something, and crawl on all fours, and it would look more like a monster. I don't know about that. I mean, obviously not that bad. Yeah. But, you know, this movie started off with a lot of potential. It sure I'm, did. It's... It was very obviously very low quality from the start. Yeah. But, but I had seen that it said crowdfunded on IMDb. And I was like, okay, whatever. And people on Reddit were like, man, I love the effects of this movie. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, they there's these two young adults running out of a house, guy chasing with shotgun. Guy gets away and then the girl gets shot with the shotgun and then burned alive. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I know there's cult shit in this movie, so I'm like, yes, very good. Yeah, and then you get to start seeing the people with like the ceremonial daggers and the KKK robes, and I'm like, okay, this is good. And then they do fucking nothing. They stab the cop guy, which fucking was a crappy scene. And then they just stand in a circle around the hospital, which, yeah, menacing, but maybe do something. Yeah. Maybe kill people. This movie could have gone so many different ways. It had so much potential. Like the, they capture that guy. You don't know anything about him. You don't know that he was just a meth head trespassing in a house that somehow knew something about the cult. And so then when you see the nurse who was really like caring or whatever before, stabbing a guy in the eye with scissors and ripping her face off, you're like, holy shit, what is this going to fucking turn into, you know? I know there's cult shit in it already. I know that there's some hellish type shit in it. And then it's just a big fucking nothing burger of, God, I wish this movie would end. I agree. The beginning was <laughs> was great because you, you hear a scream and then you see the legs of a dead body when there's blood. And you're like, wow, this is really starting quick. And I figured it would because it was an hour and a half. And then when the guy lights the person on fire i'm like oh wow this is these are really horrible people mm -hmm. right here and so i was thinking they're like innocent people and those were some cultish type dudes I, and i don't even know why they burned her alive what was up with that i don't know man i i, I really there's there's a lot of question marks from this movie and I, I guess i don't even care for any of them to be answered no i don't either yeah I, I don't it, it's not important at all. They, yeah, they... Like, even if you were like, well, let me tell you, I'd be like, no, nah, it's okay. I'm good. I think so, I, too. Pass. I'd be more likely to listen to someone trying to sell me like a mini Bible at my front door than <laughs> someone telling me all the theories of this movie. What's a mini Bible? Well, I remember one time in fucking middle school, there were these old men, you know, they, they were... <laughs> which is kind of weird that they let this happen. They're waiting outside the school. On school grounds? So, you know, like the... Intermediate and middle school are separated by one road. They are literally across the street from each other, and each one has one of those sidewalks that runs along that road. Yeah. They were at the sidewalk, which that's school grounds enough. Yeah. And there's these old men, and they're handing out these, like the tiny little like, like, like green-covered Bibles. You know what I'm talking about? They're I do, like yeah. 60 pages or something. They're handing those out. Like you can't fucking read it. The the print's so tiny. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was, I much be, I'd be much more likely to listen to someone, you know, read that to me at my front doorstep than watch this movie again. 
I remember I came out of an Ozzy Osbourne concert once, just fucking high. Mm. And uh, there were, of course, there's people outside because, you know, Ozzy's fucking a devil worshiper uh, or whatever. Yeah. And so there's all these religious people out there with a big fucking cross and that trying that's to crazy trying that's like to, a movie for in this day and age but yeah trying to like talk to a fucking that. junior in high school who's high as fuck and just <laughs> went to see ozzy and motley crew it's fucking loving it and now really read the room you know this is, <laughs> they, this don't, is, they don't care this is not the place they are reading the room and you know what I doesn't guess. matter what room it is they're gonna force it on you they're gonna try their damnedest to. So this movie, um, he he picks up the cop picks up a uh, the meth addict. You don't know at the time, and and takes him to the nearest hospital because he's like bloody and which is, is partially been burned down. And a great setting though. You you yeah. got to give it to the setting. An it, extremely yellow hospital. Terrible lighting. Yeah, flickering. Half of it's been destroyed by a fire, which is like in the basement. Dude, the fucking setting in this was. Every bit as good as Barbarian. Yeah, I I was about to be like, hmm, but then I realized if you just like split the settings from the movie, then yes. But Barbarian was so much better than this because uh, this movie didn't have me tense at I, all. No, never. I, I thought about laughing a couple times, but I didn't want to reveal my hand to you. This because it was in your pants. <laughs> this, this movie was just. You know, we we talk about it all the time. It's why did they take it this direction? They had potential here. They did. I could make a movie blindfolded with screwdrivers <laughs> digging in my ears better than this movie. Prove it. No thanks. I don't want screwdrivers in my ears. They did a terrible job. You know, like I didn't care about any of the characters except for the guy who had his vocal cords ripped out. I liked him. I didn't care if anyone else died. I was kind of hoping that would happen so the movie would be better. You know, more death sequels, better horror movie, I feel like. You didn't like the sheriff's deputy at all? The main character? Yeah. No. Okay. And not not really. I mean, he's just annoying and I thought this movie I liked him towards the beginning when this movie hadn't shown what it actually was. I thought there were plenty of tense moments. But I, what am I to be afraid of? The unknown for a while? I mean, as soon as... So the lady, she's stabbing the patient in the eye, ripping her face off. I'm like, here we go. Yes, this is awesome. And you're over there like, oh, God. Like, oh, my... Oh, God, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so he's going to be into, into it, too. And then she turns into a fucking, like, hunchback, like, flesh elephant with tentacles. The and from that point on, I was like... This movie is fucking terrible. The tentacles ruin it. Like no, the, little, the tentacles. No, I mean they come ruin on. it just as much as it being I, someone with like eighty nine coats on walking on all fours. For me, and they just look. They looked like Mr. Krabs when he didn't have his shell. The flopping tentacles never work. It's no. like stop that. So many movies have those flopping tentacles, and it might have been in the the thing. I think it was in the thing, but that was mm -hmm. fucking like 1980 something. You know, it, it worked. And it looked like, better. Like 1982 or whatever. It, it, maybe it didn't look better. It was on par. It, and you know, guess what? The thing in 1980, whatever, they actually showed the monster like on the screen. Well, they couldn't for, do it in this because it was ass. I, but it was ass in that movie too. I mean, I guess it was good back then, but like, you know, your monster. One, it is, in my opinion, just terribly executed. It's a wailing, 
amalgamation of tentacles and body parts and it's making crappy noises and it looks terrible and then it, it had 0.3 seconds of screen time in the whole hour and a half movie which i think is a blessing for this because this monster completely ruined the movie or the monster type you know there were a couple that were better looking but that was an hour and 55 minutes into this hour and a half movie the one who's slamming its head on the pipe uh-huh. and then it the flashlight was showing through its head. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say that was stupid. That that was, that was but decent. But it looked shitty. I don't know. I the, don't, the monsters look like. You were like, just done by then. The monsters, I, I don't understand. I'm, I'm trying to, there's a movie I've seen where they basically do it just like this. And I guess you could compare the faces of the monsters to Sloth from the Goonies. You know, uh. it's just things are moved around a little bit and then. I would be more afraid of them drooling on me than actually catching up to me or anything. See, you know, I don't I, think I, hated them. I know you hated them, but I think you had already you were already like, "Fuck, I'm, this is stupid. I'm out." And you, I don't think you could have even appreciated anything at that point and where they went down to fair. that room. That is fair. Where it's like, "Oh, we're in hell," because I thought I thought it was awful down there. Right, well, all, yeah, all these awful, all these things coming at you, and I didn't think they looked terrible. Now the big the big blob monster, <laughs> the that, two big blob monsters well, that are now the, and the ground is shaking. The, <laughs> now the the biggest one that they took the the fire axes to looked awful. That was ridiculous. And then the his daughter, quote unquote daughter that was born, was the exact same thing. No, it wasn't. But instead of looking more like a Jawa ship, you know, like just with the wheels on the bottom. Because that other thing, the first thing, it didn't have legs, did it? I, no, I like it, it was, was just, just like sliding on the ground like a, a slug on it my dick. It was like Jabba the Hutt with uh, just a whole yeah. bunch of fucking like gross shit on it or something. And then the other one was just this nasty flesh sack with four legs that was... Just it looked like a fucking Muppet or something. Like they they doused a Muppet in, you know, like water combined with Vaseline. And we're like, okay, here's our here's our a thing. little more than a Muppet. Maybe Snuffleupagus. <laughs> a little. Oh. You even right, look, said we, a little. we you know, we 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 can't just sit here and just shit on There's all of that else because to talk about well, but nobody wants to fucking listen to us <laughs> talk about shit that they have no idea what it looks like because nobody's ever fucking watched well, this movie. I don't even know what it fucking and, looks and nobody's like. Nobody's gonna watch this movie. movie after this. So the <laughs> the thing at the end, what I will say about it was until it really started chasing the guy toward the end, I thought it was like it it got up and it walked and it crushed some guy's head. And I thought, man, that that's pretty cool. Because the guy's head got crushed, not because. Of all right. All right. Fuck, I'm, it had like elf, I'm done. I'm done. Elf shaped shoes on. Yeah, it did. All <laughs> right. On. So look, I'm not going to waste any more time talking about this because again, nobody, that's that's nobody fine. wants to fucking hear this because we're, we're not making any more sense than the whole fucking movie <laughs> did. Right. Yeah. All right. Yes, we are. The movie made no sense. I, I did think there were some tense parts where I was a little bit tense because I remember thinking, dude, I wasn't even tense last week when we did Evil Dead Rise. And but I was parts of this movie ugh, did make me tense. Sad. I, maybe. Sadness. Yeah. I am so sad. So last week you talked about, you know, I wasn't scared of Evil Dead Rise and we were trying to figure out why. And you were like, well, I think I inserted myself into the movie like I was in there with them. Did you do that in this movie? Zero percent, okay. negative percent. You uh, you might have found it a little more tense if you'd have pictured yourself in there. 
at the same time, though, this isn't the first movie either of us have seen where it's a descent into some hellscape. Yeah, some, Baskin. Yeah, Baskin. That reminded me a little bit of Baskin. And, and it, this movie was like a copy of Baskin. In a way, yeah. Oh, we're in this facility. All right, let's go down some stairs. Oh, we're in hell. They didn't in have the, the... In the dark, and there's evil things. They didn't have the fuck zombies, though. <laughs> yeah. And then you got uh, As Above, So Below, which we've done both of those, right? Yeah. For Halloween. Yeah. So those are both... I, I'm comparing it. Once I realize what this movie is... I'm comparing it to both of those movies the entire time. And I like both of those movies so much better. I like their versions of hell a lot more than, you know, they got a, a Google Hue lamp and turned it red and then hired fucking like call it broke college kids for five bucks an hour to, you know, wear this makeup and be wet, you know, and, and then Baskin. I don't remember a lot of the stuff, but that movie had some more tense parts to me, you know, because they're the staircase was a lot longer and it was and, spiral and there there's the different layers, right? Like they um, there was different stuff happening all the time and it felt more like a how I feel like how would be there would be more of a variety instead of what was in this movie. And I, and it got worse as they went down until they find found that weird guy yeah. and, and you know like the sex slave ones in the hula skirts, which that movie was bizarre and it wasn't great either. No, but I I definitely liked it more. And then you also have As Above So Below, which is the number one hell movie I've seen. Remember, there's like the faces in the wall, and then. There's the choir singing through the, they see through the crack and then the car on fire. Then it all gets reversed and just all these crazy things happening. You know, this, this doesn't even compare at all. I guess that was also another big part of it is maybe I could have, I highly doubt I could have been sucked back in, but I think if the, their vision of hell lined up a little bit better with what mine would just maybe I would have liked it better as well. What if you would have inserted yourself into uh, the pregnant scene? So you got uh, this granddaughter is about to have a baby, and ju just picture you're the uh, you're the little nurse wannabe there, and you you uh, yeah you wouldn't not have, doing anything. You wouldn't have lasted there at all. No, yeah, the, the, this nurse in training who transferred there just recently is going to have to do the C section on this lady, and. You know, that was that was a decent part of the movie is the three guys are downstairs going to hell and it would cut back to upstairs where, oh, the cultists, when are they going to come in? Nurse in training, going to have to do a C-section on this lady. And she doesn't know how to. She was like flipping through the textbook and freaking out. And it yeah. kept showing, oh, the scalpel's going to get you. You know, the scalpel's getting closer and closer and then it would either... Like, go to the guys downstairs, or she would yank her hand back. I guess if I was tense, I was tense during that. And I every time it would cut from the almost C-section, I was very sure I was going to have to watch. Yeah. Every time it would cut from that to the guys in hell with what's supposed to be scary, I was so relieved. <laughs> I was like, please, like, this is the only scary part. If I would have had to watch the C-section, this movie would be getting a lower score. 
Can you imagine having to, uh, like, I'm so bad with tools. If you gave me a manual to my truck and like, I had to read on how to like take out the starter or something, I, I don't think I'd be able to do it, but can you, can you fucking imagine being somewhere and you have to save somebody's life and all you have is a fucking like owner's manual to, uh, to the person laying on the table to take out the liver or I don't know, fucking I think a C-section would be easier. Because oh, you, you just draw a smiley face and then... Do you? <laughs> I have no, no idea. There's no way it's that big. <laughs> what the well, fuck? I, I, I feel you just... Oh. I, you just cut it open and lift it open and then, oh. you know, you see the baby in there, you take it out, you <sighs> cut the umbilical cord off and then you tie a knot or whatever and then boom. Wow. I, I mean, the hard part is making sure that the mom doesn't die when you do it. Oh, the mom's dying. If I'm doing it, yeah, yeah I, the mom is dying, and then, you know, I, would, I don't know how to take care of a baby. It's probably going to get a disease if I'm the one holding you it. You could never put me in a position where I'm going to make that cut. I'm just no. fucking, I'm just fucking, no, well, they're both going to die. Okay. Sorry. I, I can't. I, I, I can't. <laughs> no. Like, I will indirectly be the reason that they die. Yeah, like, it's by either that doing. or directly. Yeah, it's You're going to live with guilt and PTSD the rest of your life either way. So crime of omission. Well, Keep that image not in your head. Yeah. And, and the, the grandpa, help her. He was the you worst actor that we've seen in a long, you're, long time. You're, you're 90. You know more about C-sections than I do. I doubt it. That, that girl's Why like, tw that? she's 21 and is brand new to this job. She's at least been in the medical field. She probably saw a video on it or read a book on it <laughs> so, or something. Uh, so you're going to go to a nice restaurant and you're going to be like, hey, cashier, the chefs are gone. Make me my five-course meal. Well, they know the way around a kitchen probably at that place better than I do. They're the cashier. Okay. I'm just saying, it, it's, you know, yeah, she technically works at a hospital, but it's like asking Charlie's uncle, you know, the, the bird law guy or whatever, from Always Sunny to be your lawyer because he knows law. It's, it's not their job, so they're just as qualified to do it as you are. So how about you fucking do it, crappy old man? All right, so I was excited about this movie, too, when I saw The Cultist. Yes. Just, just standing there. Just fucking one. creepy, creepy, creepy. And later, there's more. Mm -hmm. And you're just thinking, all right, so they're surrounding and the hospital. And you keep hearing the horn blow. I See, I don't ever remember hearing a horn blown. I know it they, happened they, a few times. I know they said it at the end that, oh, you can hear that horn from so far Two away. miles. I, I never heard the horn. And whenever they were grabbing the shotgun, they, so they went outside to grab the shotgun, which the cultists had moved the cop car closer to the woods. And then they moved it back in the very end because it was all the way back by the, <laughs> by the <laughs> oh. front door. Well. But yeah, they moved it. Yeah, and all the cultists are gone. And you're like, okay, and they're on this suicide mission, you know, to go get the shotgun, and you hear the horn come, and one of the guys is freaking out. He's like, that's our cue to get the fuck out of here. Uh, and then all the cultists start pulling up or whatever. They didn't even pull up. They were just there. Like, they weren't walking. Well, yeah. They I just, never saw them walk until the very know, end where two of them were walking the pregnant girl downstairs yeah. to P.G. Gorman. Yeah, they just yeah they just appeared. So how do you, uh, how do you find people to be in that cult. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of people, If let's just say that you're in a cult that worships the devil or whatever. Mm -hmm. How do you, uh, like, how do you recruit? 
for the for those cults because I feel like those aren't just you know crackheads and stuff like that. Those I feel like those are like normal people who have this dark secret or something. Like how like how do you how do you even find people like that? Hey hey Jerry, what are you doing tonight, man? You want to go grab a couple beers and uh, I don't know like ritual killings. I think it highly depends on what your cult is about. You know, it's a pretty small town, though. Yeah. You know, where yeah. do you find all these fucking people? Well, they might not all be from there. It might be a cult that they got called. This there. is a great place, like or, a sleeper cell or something. That, or? that triangle thing was the gate to the abyss or whatever was already in the basement there. It's hard to tell how this movie went down because it could have just been these supernatural beings because you don't know if they're human. Never shows any of them, and. Maybe this doctor's research and getting closer and closer to the like reincarnation or the abyss or whatever, like could have summoned them. But for like real life shit, um, it really depends. Because if if you're just being like, hey, we're gonna get on this comet with me, you know, buckle up, we're we're going to going to the afterlife, we're going to this great place. But per- first, buy these, buy yourself a tracksuit and some fresh shoes. You know, I don't know how you would get people for that, and I don't know who the fuck fell for that. But if if you're gonna be talking about some shit that like the elitists would want in on, you know, like all the rumors of oh they're drinking babies' blood in Hollywood, it, it gives them immortality. Then I feel like you could just go door to door in Beverly Hills and be like, hey, you want to live longer? And they're like, yeah, uh, at the expense of others. My entire life has been lived already at the expense of others sure let's do it you know i I feel like you could just find people like that in rich places i mean the internet i want to live longer the internet i just i just solved it like i I wasn't thinking i was thinking like uh you know you got to go out and and recruit but obviously (laughs) stapling to the telephone poles interested in do you like guts (laughs) do you like wearing white sheets but still like not uh, racist yeah we're not racist still like people of color Yeah, and mm-hmm. and and one like a, a couple of guys in in the robes attack somebody. One attacked the cop, and I, I just noticed when he's on top, it got really really tight on him. Like you you can't fight when you're wearing a fucking sheet that that's tight on you. So I, I thought the that was, sheet like oh it, vacuum sealed to him. Well, yeah, I mean I remember seeing how it was <laughs> like it was like uh, showing his butt. Like, uh, oh, it, yeah. it, it just got real tight on him. I remember that. I remember thinking, well, that's fucking stupid. He's sweating. Yeah. Flash sweat. Like, I don't even know what to fucking talk about in this movie. I think this has been a terrible episode it so is, far. It's hard to talk and, about. And I don't have anything else. Like, I don't have an Ass Jack queued up. I don't even have the fucking music on this thing right now. So I, I can't, I don't, I don't know what to do at this point. There's just, this movie is... Not necessarily one of a kind, but one of a kind. I mean, is it? it you was, just talked about how it's just like Baskin. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's it was just bizarre. There was lots of just really weird touches, and it was easy to get lost. And, you know, there's tons of movies like that, but and none of them with this exact story. It was just, it was a really, really weird ride that yeah. kind of just kept getting weirder. Uh, he did, the doctor was, like, picking himself apart and had this monologue, and he had, like, done surgery on this lady to make her pregnant. It's just, and they're down in this, like, decrepit basement, and it's just, and he did look like fucking P.G. Gorman at the end. That was a little last laugh, you know? 
All right, let's just get into favorite parts. Um, probably the first. I I don't know how many minutes. You know, um, up to the point before the face ripping, eye stabbing lady transformed. From the beginning till there, I thought was awesome. You know, you you see the cultists, you see the setting, you see the characters. Oh fuck, there's a pregnant lady, motherfucker. And then I knew cultist shit had to do with it. You see this girl get shot and burned. And then those guys are showed up, I guess, around the same time the transformation happened for the first lady. And you're like, oh, shit, who the fuck are they? And the other guy they're chasing is here. Like, there was a lot of story happening and a lot of unanswered questions, which I guess happened the whole time. But I, I was very interested during those parts. And... It's not every day you see a movie where someone is hollowing someone's eye socket out with a pair of scissors while tearing her face off saying, this isn't me. You know, she wasn't making demon noises or anything. She was like under a trance. She's like, but but this isn't me. It's okay. Like, oh, could you help me? You know, like Things like that. And it's, I thought that was pretty well done. And she, she's literally picking pieces of her face off like they're crumbs. You know, I, I thought that was wild. When she turned into a monster, like I can't really recall exactly what that monster looked like because they don't show you much of it. So I, at that point, I was like, oh, fuck, we got a dual threat here. We got a fucking monster and we got these fucking cult members out there. Mm -hmm. I like the fact that there's two bad guys in this Which because I thought- I think is good too. They're trapped in there with this monster. I didn't know there was going to be more. But I they can't fucking get no out. idea. But yeah, and meanwhile, there's a cult out there waiting- is the cult going to come in? Because there was some points, I, I swear I heard windows breaking or something, and I was like, okay, yeah. these guys are going to start coming in. This is going to be some fucking chaos. Yeah. But that didn't happen. So at that point in the movie, even after seeing that monster, which you were out when you saw that, yeah, I wasn't. I was like, okay, this is kind of like the thing. Somehow it gets in people. I and, was kind of thinking that too. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I like the dual threat. Let, let's do this. I, I absolutely like the idea of the dual threat of, you know, they have a fucking moat of ceremonial dagger-wielding sheet-covered cultists out there that seemingly just teleport, you know, with the wind. And I'm like, fuck that. You can't go out there. And the guy already got stabbed bad by one of them. Mm -hmm. Those knives were long. Yeah, they were. And, and they were little, they were curvy. You know, that's why I say there's some ceremonial dagger shit, because... Looks like some something out of a game. You pick up like a Prince of Persia dagger or something. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have to put much effort into the cultists. And I just love it. You know, drop a sheet on someone, give them a knife and make them not talk. And you kind of have a recipe for a very low effort, but very effective villain. And there's a bunch of them. And they did nothing. Yeah, they did nothing. Absolutely nothing. I, I think there's they should have been much more involved. 100%. You know, like more like hiding from them or more. Because uh, in one scene, a, a girl was in a locker and, you know, there's one dragging a fire axe and he's like gone, but you hear it dragging. And then it didn't jump scare, but he like no. slowly came into the door. It could have which, been a jump scare, but they missed it. I'm glad it wasn't, though. Yeah. But I, I think the threat on the inside is very important if they're just going to have this moat of protection, you know, can't go outside. And I guess I, I wasn't quite checked out 
the first time the monster showed up because you know the the cultist meth head guy was like uh handcuffed to the hospital bed and he's like get me the fuck out of here and you're like holy shit there's a fucking thing in there now what yeah and that you know it, it raised a bunch of questions this this movie raised a bunch of questions i guess throughout the whole thing but during the beginning i was actually like solidly curious about it and i will say you asked if i was tense and i said no i wasn't thinking about the first however much part this was that was I, the tense part I, I was definitely tense during a few parts in that uh for sure like when he's walking up to the uh when the cop is walking up to the monster for the first time and that the big like school led light thing with like the long light strips is hanging and it's flickering i always like when that's happening it's like you know low low visibility is great for anxiety <laughs> and I I think that was a that was a good scene too. Especially those other two dudes did come in with axes and just hacked it forever. And the monster had dragged away the state trooper and they chopped his head off too. So I'm like, okay, so these guys are like witch hunter type. I'm like they they knew to chop the head off. So I I'll I'll say that that part was good too. Yeah, they're <laughs> There were so many little things in there. They were like, okay, I don't, it doesn't really make sense. Like there was a, a lady carrying a baby who just showed up all the yeah. time, right? All the time, like I, several I, times. You're like, who the fuck is that? And why? It had to do with the other two dudes' yeah, backstories. They, which they gave you none of. Yeah. So when it th something finally happened in the end where they're down in this hellish place, but now all of a sudden it's been transformed. They're in like a nice house. Yeah. They're so like was, was, was that his son? I think, like, so there was, so the two witch hunter type guys, one of them, he was mute because someone had ripped his vocal cords out and he was younger. And the other guy, he was older and a hothead. And they finally get down to this hellscape, the, the red light room. And the older guy just runs off, basically. And uh, the younger one ends up finding him in, like, the, in the house. And he's just standing there talking. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, this is pretty bad because I really liked the mute guy. And it seems like it can put they were having the, you know, the classic, OK, we're in hell now, like hallucinations and the, the trickery and deception, which I love that, too, you know, and he he ends up snapping out of it. But I I think maybe that was like his his wife and kid, I guess. And then he kept saying it's all your fault to the the mute guy. So I'm wondering if they were related somehow too, but it, it was weird that they kept dropping in these like story elements that were you had no i no way of you know figuring out what they meant. It, so it, this is a movie that is best enjoyed completely disregarding you know like character backgrounds or identities. You don't even know need to know their name. You know you just that guy's the cop. That's his estranged wife. And, okay, this pregnant girl, which I, I feel like that... I, I sometimes like to watch movies like that, where you're like, to hell with everything, let me just watch this shit. Right, except it they... It was just tough with this one. They threw in other stuff. It was where a very you, heavy story. Yeah, where you have no idea, well, I don't understand that. Because I, it's almost like this movie was three hours, 
And then they were like, "Do we? No, you got to cut that, cut that, cut yeah. that, cut that." But yeah. wait, 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 our budget's what, gone. What about all the other stuff? We, we got to get this out there. But but the other stuff is not going to make sense if they haven't seen. Just keep it, keep it in there, because that's yeah. There there was there was a lot of shit where you're like, that doesn't make any sense. It, it should. It's supposed to make sense, but only if I know what happened prior or whatever. But anyway, um, I mean, my favorite part, same the the very beginning, and then. I think when uh, after some shit had already happened, he'd he'd already shot the lady who uh, who had been stabbing somebody with the with the scissors in the eye, mm-hmm. and uh, then he went and passed out. And then he's like, "I'm going to go call this in." He went outside and he tries to call it in, and it's not working. And then he looks up, and there's a cult guy just standing there, and he goes. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I'm like, that, that's, I feel like that's fair. I yeah. feel like I would have said that too. So that was, and he got his gun taken away right before that. That was just a really creepy part. And, and was I was like, creepy. okay, okay. So, all right. Cult. Cool. So that was my favorite part. All right. Uh, bucket of chicken. Um, you know, I, I didn't like the monster special effects, but I feel like the other ones I liked, you know, the, the throat slits and the stabs and like, whenever the cop got stabbed in the shoulder, and it like spurted out, or when the cultist got his head stomped on later, and it was just a watermelon. Yeah, you know, that was good. I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. So I guess I'll give it to the special effects people. For one, I know they worked hard as fuck on those practical effects, and you know, it just it wasn't for me. I was just pissed off. They're, they weren't so bad that nobody could enjoy them. You know, whenever I picked Psycho Gorman and all I had heard, these amazing practical effects, I so badly want to see a movie with practical effects that just is at least all right, you know? I, I just don't know that in this day and age that practical effects will ever really compare to computer done stuff it's too late i I think it's too late too but i'm i I want one with maybe it doesn't look amazing but it has it charms me specifically as a person uh but i'll I'll give it to them because there's a decent amount of blood and you know the gore was pretty good that guy did have a hole all the way through his head and that was you were shown that guy right after the big evil doctor was like yeah they all want to die, but I won't let them. <laughs> and, and then you, they walk into a room full of these just... They they reminded me kind of of like... <laughs> that's, I guess that's another thing. Subconsciously, I, I kind of had thought of Toy Story. You okay, know, the, yeah. Sid's toy, uh-huh. the, the baby head on the spider, and then the hooker. You know, it had the, the fishing pole on the fishnet legs. Yep. You know, they were they were such... Like Frankenstein at least was a dude, you know? He just had some stitches on him and the electrical things in his neck. These things just look like, well, all I have left are six toes, a torso, some very badly burned flesh, um, and, you know, an elbow. And it's like, oh, he's alive. There was, I felt kind of sympathetic towards all of them. They, they looked so bad. Like, I agree. I, I The only one who was in one piece was the one who was under the sheet who then did the classic upside-down yeah. thing. Backbend walk. That was just like a person in a suit. I feel like the rest of them might have had like animatronic. Well, There's maybe no not, fucking way not, they not had anima- animatronics. Not animatronic there. parts, but like 
partially like robotized <laughs> movements. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it had like a a like one of those like rectangular prisms with the like all the X's like a tower. Like you know, like a a robot piece like just in them. Like they were. I I don't know because like- a lot of them. It shows them like moving for a second, and then you never see them again. It's like I don't know that they got people for all of them, but they did a good job piecing together a lot of the stuff. I just think that maybe practical effects aren't much my thing. No, evidently not. <laughs> because I look, I don't want to stay here, but I don't think they were that bad. Like overall, I thought they did a really good job on the practical effects. What I hated the most, and I said it earlier, the tentacles. I'm tired of <laughs> monsters having tentacles and you just see the tentacles just moving around, it's flopping around like, than and then anything reaching else. out and grabbing somebody or Stop. stabbing into their, no more, no know, more tentacles. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll agree with that. All right. My, f- uh, I've come around some, you know, it took it. Sometimes it takes a second for me to get the, this movie away. is not as bad as you thought it was. Uh, my bucket of chicken goes to the setting. The setting was Damn. phenomenal. Yep. Just, the yep. hospital, it it had that yellow hue. It's like somebody, dude, you got to fucking replace these light bulbs with, with some fucking good daylight light yeah. bulbs. It was just terrible. Like they were shutting down this hospital. So nobody was putting any kind of money into no. it or anything. It was dilapidated. It was yellow. It needed a paint job 40 years ago. It, it looked like in those deep clean like YouTube videos, you know, and they're like, a smoker lived here. Yes. She smoked for 172 years. And you move the piece of furniture and the wall's completely white behind <laughs> the furniture. Yeah. But yeah. Those walls, it's like every time they would go in one of those houses where the old person died and their wallpaper's like brown, yellow. It's like they took all of that and plastered it to the wall as well as having yellow lights in the in the ceiling. And then the covers for those yellow lights in the ceiling were also yellow. It was so bad. It, it made it feel so dirty. Yeah. And like unwelcoming. It was gross. And no one likes a sterile hospital, but uh, give me a, well, you know. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I prefer I want that. it to be clean. Jeez. But you know, whenever you walk in a hospital and you're like, yep, I'm in a hospital because it's just pure white and everything is so white. I feel like that's a little uncomfortable, but this, this was like walking into a truck stop at like, 3 a.m. and you don't look like anybody else and they all like the jukebox stops and they all look at you. It's the same uncomfortableness. I I missed my opportunity to give it my bucket to the setting. And then when they went into like the burnt part of the hospital, that looked great. And it was so dark. When they went down these these stairs, like stairs that weren't even supposed to be there, it was just really, really cool. And uh, They're on the walkie-talkie with the other nurse and she's like, there's only one set of stairs, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, I guess we're going down. The setting was great all the way till the very end where the that that room where PT P- Gorman was <laughs> I don't know, just that was so talking funny. shit about his daughter being born. So I don't even like I was I, thinking I'm done talking about all that shit. I looked it, it, at that, him. That was bad. I looked at him and I thought in my head, oh God, he looks like PG Gorman and you <laughs> You just said it. Mm-hmm. It's PG Gorman. I'm like, fuck, yeah. it is. All right, score time. Um, I'll give it a 45. All right. This is a case of extreme letdown. And everyone who has ever listened to 
an episode where I've been let down by my pick, you know it's never pretty. Unmet expectations. And you know that I could give a movie that was a 110 a 10. Um, I had lots of harsh thoughts. I wanted it to end so bad for so long. And so, you know, that it's impossible to start to enjoy a movie when you're already praying for it to finish. So probably doesn't deserve that low. And I know at the start I was thinking of single digits, but it just, it takes me a long, t- we got to talk for a while to, to fucking scoop me out of just the down. So like I said, I had to just be like, all right, story, don't fucking care. I'm just in for the suspense, any tenseness. You have to, to survive any, this movie. Any kind of uh, fighting. Like, I did not hate the uh, the monsters as much as you did. I mean, uh, I think it's on record. I did not like the tentacles. But <laughs> the monsters overall, I didn't really have a problem with. I, I really I really didn't. With the, so with the tentacles, tentacles are one thing. But in this movie... Vines. They, they were more like vines. <laughs> yeah, there's... You know, tentacles that grab people, tentacles that stab people, tentacles that are dragging you down the hall. And, and it had all of those, which mm-hmm. are, that's much more acceptable. But the motion you're making with your hand. They were flopping it, around. It's like they had, you know, like a flog, you know, just the stick with all the straps on it, but just the floppy tentacles instead. And they were just waving it around and, like, all, and going like, wiggle, like a cat toy. Like the all right, kitty, yeah, come over here. Just making those stupid. It, it looked really weird, and if, it was. I wish they wouldn't have done that. It wasn't menacing. It was. It was stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're just shaking them just to make them shake. But I, I didn't think the monsters were that bad. I didn't love them, but they weren't as bad as you're making them out to be. That's I, fair. I didn't feel like this was a fucking three-hour movie. Like, at no point was I like. This piece of shit needs to end. Like I like I didn't. I didn't. I kept thinking it was a gonna end, and then yeah. it would do another thing. I I'm a 61, and I think that is a fair score too. It wasn't great setting. It wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible. It was just I think it was all in the monsters for me. I just didn't feel threatened. And you know, if I'm watching a scary movie and I don't feel that, then you know, like um, my uncle uh, loves Jaws. You know, and I just, I, it's for the same reason. I just couldn't be threatened or get into it. Jaws was more of the suspense for me. Um, and the music is legendary, but I'll go out on a limb and say the music was not that good. The music was fantastic. But <laughs> I always thought Jaws looked fake. But if you really take a look at great white sharks, they kind of look fake too. Yeah. They, especially the real big ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. They, with like all their rows of teeth and just their, they are surreal looking creatures. They are absolutely and fucking terrifying. Just fucking terrifying, which helped that movie immensely as well. It's the fucking biggest, meanest looking predator in the sea. Yeah. And the thought of coming face to face with one or just swimming and knowing they are there somewhere. Yep. It's, it doesn't feel good. You know, it's fucking terrifying. And, uh, when we went to North Carolina two summers ago, uh, just me and your mother, I looked up this tracker on a Great Whites because they had, uh, I don't know, somebody tagged them or whatever. And you can look it up on your on your phone. It's like an app or something. You can track 
the great see, like whites. in Meg too, they're like, like you see they're dot rushing you. Well, no, I don't think they're that up to date. <laughs> that but, would but be you horrifying. Can, you can see where they were last uh, pinged or whatever, and you mm-hmm. can kind of see, you know, where they are. And there were some; they were way off the coast, but there were some that were in the general vicinity. Good I mean, great. too too close for me. Like I want to believe that they're uh, they're all in Australia, right? None of them ever come close to the East Coast yeah. or anything. I don't even. But, I don't care about. It doesn't have to be a great white, oh, like tiger sharks. Like we've been to the Gulf of Mexico. I don't even know how many times. Bunch. There's fucking sharks there too. Yeah, and I mean, you see fucking sharks everywhere in the ocean all the time. You know, a shark is in like a fucking one foot of water. I would drive home that day. It's, it's day one of our seven day vacation. I am leaving. I'm out. I watched a video the other day where guys rescued a pretty big shark and, and pulled it back in the yeah. water. And the guy kept holding the tail. I know. Let go, let go. It's already in the water. I know. God, if I'd have been doing that, your mom would have been so mad at me. Yeah. She'd have been out there hitting me with her beach hat or something. To Well, no, she wouldn't have gone that close. But look, I'm sorry, shark. You're dying on the beach. If so there's I'm ever, watching someone else save it. Yeah. And if they're like, dude, I need help. I'd be like, not from me. You don't. Because look, a shark's not going to turn around and be like, Thanks, guys. Right? Yeah. It's going to be like, what the fuck's holding me? I'm going to fucking bite its ankle. Fuck that. It's not going to be like, oh, thank you for the rescue. I know. It's going to be like, oh, that's better. Right. <laughs> it's it's not that story like the, the mouse <laughs> takes the fucking uh, splinter out of the lion's foot and Another everything's best fine. Friends. Right? It's just fucking, and no. They're fuck, not, a, fuck a shark. Fuck you. A shark isn't like, so it's just like a fish, effectively. You have it on your boat and you're like, Okay, what's it going to do? Grab me, you know, reach its arm out and maybe it's going to flop around and but, get to you. But if you're like holding on to it, uh, I've seen so many they catch yes, a small shark yes. and they're just holding it and it just 90 degree yep. turn or like 180s. Those things are flexible. They don't yep. have <laughs> there's not just a, a fucking steel rod keeping them straight. Yeah. And those things are so heavy and so strong and so fast. You know, they're, it's thrashing around while they're holding it. Yeah. I'm running because if it, it, if it thrashes around and bites your leg, it's just going to rip it off. I've been deep sea fishing a couple times. And if somebody would have ever pulled on a shark, I, I would have gone. Grab out your scissors and cut their no, line. No, <laughs> no. I would have gone into the seating area where the, where the door closes. <laughs> yeah. Like I really, I, I would have watched it from out the windows. I have zero interest in being that close to a shark ever. You know, sharks, they're, ex- or we'll, we'll say great white sharks, so extremely scary, <sighs> but they also, they look like, they're like the barbarian kind of, not like that, not like the movie. Uh, no, I know what you mean. But they're just rough and they are scary. They, they all have scars. Yeah. They just look awful. Yeah. And then, you know, they are. Then you see an orca and you know, shampoo, <laughs> whatever. Oh, the, the, they're so slick. They don't have scars. They mm-hmm. look like they're smiling at me. Yeah. And then you realize this, they're like Ted Bundy, uh, an unassuming, handsome man yeah. who actually murders lots and lots of people for sport. You know, that's they murder for sport. That's fucking... You see them throw those seals up in the air and yeah. just to have fun with it? Or like they, the seal is just on a, a disk of ice and they're like, ha, that, ha, ha, ha. You're like, or- we're, we're moving you around. They do the orca straighted attack. On the seal, <laughs> which is really, really cool. Yeah. They haul ass toward so it and they go though. down. I like seals are just like well, ocean yeah. dogs. Yeah, they you are. Know? I feel bad for the seals too. Yeah. But it is what it is. So yeah, 61 for me. This movie wasn't, it wasn't 
dog shit. If like you, you were making it out to be. If you love practical effects, I think you should watch it. There was a lot of confusion in it, but overall, I didn't. I wasn't ever like, man, this needs to end. I didn't think it that felt was that all long. on my end. That was all on me. Obviously, I didn't hate it. You know, after talking about it for however long, and you know, getting to score time and everything, I realized I didn't hate it as well. I I played that game in my head. Of, yeah, man, I hate this, and it's like, well, I just watch it. No, I hate it. You know, it's it's a loop that's hard for probably anybody to get out of, but especially me. There was a, another scene I want to talk about real quick. Is they're going down into uh, hell, just call it. You know, yeah. down steps that it, didn't in the really exist. It did say like a portal to somewhere. Else. Oh, I never read that. I never read what this yeah. was about. Let me, let me see what the internet has to say, and then I'll get back talking about what. Because uh, then you would have been able to follow this so much more if I'd have <laughs> read the. No doubt. Well. Half the time, what the internet has to say is three and a half sentences about the first 25 minutes. Well, this is one sentence. You know, a cop goes to a hospital. What will he find? Cloaked cult-like figures trap a police officer, patients, and staffers inside a hospital that is a gateway to evil. That's a very, very good general umbrella description. All right, so let me get back to it. As they're going down there, and it's getting more menacing and more menacing, they have this uh, fucking meth head. And they're like, hey, buddy, you're on point. Yeah. And they make him walk out in front, which was great. So I was thinking, before we go to the uh, haunted house, Jack, we need to go find some crackheads or meth heads I don't and know. tell uh-uh. them we're going to put them in front of you and you just kind of grab under their collar and just kind of lead, you know, let them lead you through it. And then we give them like five bucks at the end so they can uh, go get high. Go get some smack. Mm-hmm. So if you were to go to a haunted house, would would you would you lead? Would you be interested in leading, or would you be one of those people? I'm I'm middle of the pack, so I can close my eyes and I so, can just feel where you're going. In a line of ten people, I think I'd want to be like second or third. You know, I'd want to be up there. I certainly wouldn't want to be last. No, I think that, fuck no. That's worse than being in the front. Mm-hmm. But in a case of where we go to a haunted house and it's just us two, <laughs> I feel like. Closer to side by side, I feel like there'd be more of like a natural flow to things. Like, like I'm in the front for a second, and then I, I'd get jump scared so bad. I'm gonna be not like right behind you, but more like you know when you see people like holding someone else's arm, and they're basically side by side, but definitely using you as a shield. I, I'd be more like that. I wouldn't. I'd want to be close. I'm thinking it'd be more like uh, when Scooby jumps in Shaggy's arms when, when he's <laughs> Run on air. Uh, they're, they're, we're on like a, a long rug in the evil hall, and it's, you know, we're pulling it all uh-huh. the way back. <laughs> I would rather be in a group than just the two of us. I, well, yeah. I would, you know, I, I said I would earlier, not appreciate just the all two the of us. people. I, I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm not a huge fan of people anywhere, though. But yeah, I would. Definitely feel better with other people screaming and then laughing after or like seeing someone who's genuinely freaking out like, get me out of here, get me out of here, dad, help, help. <laughs> like one of those things. It would help put me at ease. What What if it was Just like... Us uh, two? Hell no. What if it was like um, like the water slides at a water park? All right, go. And then I got to like wait like a certain amount of time before I go in after you. I'm going to be gripping to the <laughs> ceiling. You're going to be right there. Waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be like slow motion hey, we, walking. We, we got to go, man. We, for, the, for, the, for the sake of lobby time, we we have to go. It is very highly dependent on my mood okay. that day. The When you asked me last episode, I was like, 
Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll do what you need and to do to be in that the start of this mood. one, I was like... I could tell. I, I don't want to do it. Well, it's I'm going to research some like that are fun. close. And then right now, I'm like, okay, okay. Right, okay. I just... I, I want to be in on the research with you so we can pick a one that looks good. I mean, I'm sure they're all, for the most part, interchangeable, but... There's some that have been around a really long time, and that's some what that they do. We just the and the title is ingrained in uh-huh. my head, at least. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll start looking into it, and I'll I'll send you a couple of uh, names, and you can look at them too. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to uh, episode number two hundred and six of Movie Muggin, the fifth annual Movie Muggin Halloween Spectacular. Second episode Not of the looking fifth forward annual to this happening every episode. Halloween Spectacular. If you'd like five to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter <sighs> at MovieMuggin. If you'd like to email us, MovieMuggin at gmail.com. We do have a website, MovieMuggin.com. You can go there and you can look at movies that we've mugged in alphabetical order. So if you want to see if we have done The Void Part 2, just uh, head <laughs> Please, on down no, there no, no, and uh, no. see if we have done it. <laughs> we also have a link there for Ask Jack. I, we do have some more Ask Jacks. Eric has one for us or... I think he wanted us to do something with YouTube videos. I don't remember if it's an Ask Jack or not. But uh, I know we, I, I saw some, I was going through my phone, I saw at least one or two from Gary. So I'm going to have to go back and, and find those again and uh, put them uh, in the hopper. Um, we also have a link to our merch store. So uh, guys, we have more than just movie mug and gear. I don't know why you wouldn't want movie mug and gear, but we have more <laughs> stuff on there, man. Some fun, fun t-shirts, designs. Um, colder weather is coming. It's uh, El Nino, I think, is going to be here. And uh, that's going to make things uh, cold. So there's hoodies on there. There's sweatshirts on there. You know what? You uh, want to be a badass, there's wife beaters on there. You know, So uh, be a badass in uh, El Nino weather. Um, folks, we are going to have a big announcement coming up. A big announcement. Soon. So uh, Get blue balled. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe next episode. I don't know. Or, or the episode after that. You'll you'll just See, have to I'm, keep turn, tuning back in. I'm just as out of the loop as as you guys are. I, I mean, I've known about something, maybe. Yeah. I did not expect you to just drop it like that. Well, I didn't. I dropped a tease. Well, yeah, but the tease generally comes quickly before. I, I follow your lead. That's how it is. Well, I know. And that's the way wow, it should be. Cool. Interesting. Yeah. Butterflies. Uh-huh. So, uh, big announcement upcoming soon. Maybe next episode. I don't know. We'll just, uh, we'll have to see. Maybe. So, yeah, just uh, keep tuning in to find out. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. You have yourself a uh, scary movie mugging day. See ya. Movie mugging, Halloween spectacular. Movie mugging, Halloween spectacular. The first time I knew, learned what a anal prolapse was, some guy with the handlebar mustache was licking it.